Yo, what's good, people? We back at it. Another week of, uh, you know what it is. I'm the host with the most, uh, LJ. And thank you for uh, listening to another episode of What's World with LJ Mental Podcast. Back in here for another week. All right. So, you know, you guys have heard the saying, like, you know, things come back full circle. Or, oh, man, here we go with this shit again. Or, uh... Things had always come back, uh, deja vu all over again. It's like a repeat situation where not things might not be totally the same, but it reminds you of a lot of events that might happen. Like, oh man, look, I haven't seen this movie or seen this thing happen before. And um, that's the word of the week uh, today is a repeat um, because uh, there's a couple things that's. <laughs> transpired throughout this past week that I'm thinking like, man, things just really come back full circle. Or you just know, too, like, I know the older generation might say to you when you're younger, like, hey, you might think you out here doing something different, but like, I didn't been there and did it. Like, they look at you and see, you might think you know every damn thing, but you realize, you get a little older, you start to realize you really ain't know nothing. Like, people that has grown enough to admit that. Um, they like when you like in your teen years, even early twenties. Some of us think we can't tell us nothing. We fly. We we can do. We think we can do whatever the hell we want. But and you might have somebody um, older than you say like, "Hey man, I've been there and did that." And you telling them like, "Nah." But that's that's just another example. Like repeat situation may not be repeat directly through you, but through somebody older you that knows better. <laughs> like it's. Basically, another deja vu repeat situation might not be totally um, like the situation they're dealing with, but is something that comes back for a circle. So my point is, yeah, there's some repeat situations going on. You may think you uh, are doing something different, but you're really not. Um, that's why I love Nas's song on Lost Tapes. No, that uh, no idea is original. There's nothing new under the sun. It's never what you do, how it's done. Anyway, so like I always have a word a week to relate to. Not all the topics, some of the topics. This week it doesn't relate to everything, but just a couple things. So I'm gonna start with Kanye West, right? I wouldn't want to talk about this. Uh, <laughs> the reason why this relates to him repeat situation is uh we've seen this before where um albums have been delayed and uh and uh when the album comes out Nakani was just dropped the album I think this past Sunday um Donda which is named after his uh late mother rest in peace to uh Kanye West's mother Donda West um and we've seen this before where he goes in a different direction and Things are going crazy. It's this major build up. And this reminds me of like when uh he put out Yeezus. I know it was a big delay and it came out and people were so disappointed with the album. Um or even 808 Heartbreak excuse me, 808s and Heartbreaks uh album that came out. Uh his first album that came out after his mother passed away. Um now this newest album is named after his mom's um uh, and and I, that's a beautiful thing to name it after his mom. And he's never been the same. And he's been doing a lot of crazy antics since then. 
Um, it's, music has changed completely. When you evolve with time, you experience new things. Your music probably not going to sound completely the same. But that doesn't make it better. Change is good, but not all change is good. And, um, yeah, so, um, yeah, I'm saying to say, like, as far as the repeat situation, I'm saying it reminds me of the when he dropped 808s Heartbreaks. And then he, and then he dropped uh, actually a classic album in my beautiful dark twisted fantasy. You know, albums all. Over. And then he dropped Jesus, which a lot of people consider trash. Now this newest album, um, I couldn't get all the way through it yet. Um, it's too damn long for one. But honestly, the songs I heard was kind of trash. The only song I liked that I heard so far was uh, Jesus is Lord, featuring um, Jay Electronica and the Locks is on it. That. That's probably the best song on the album that I've heard so far. Um, I heard a song with Jay-Z on it. Um, I forget the name of that song, but like the first five to six songs, and then I somebody just talking about Jesus Lord, so I went and go listen to that album. That's a little later in the album. Um, but that song is actually dope. I actually like that song. There might be some jewels in there that I haven't heard, but it's hard to make a classic album nowadays. A gr not even a classic album, um, but it's hard to make a good to great album that's as long as this one. It's 27 songs on. I don't know if there's any skits on there, that's, but 27 cuts, like, that's nowadays with people's attention span is so short. People want their information now, and um, you want to get in and get out, whether that's uh, a movie or I listen to an album, or yeah, people just want to keep on the go and move on, um, rather than sit with you. But even just thinking about that, it's hard to make a double album great. Like, I mean, I was going through like some lists of like just hip hop albums that are double albums. I mean, I, um, if this, I know people don't really buy CDs anymore, <laughs> but um, if this was like a out on CDs, this will be a double album. Twenty-seven songs, hour and forty-eight minutes. That's a that's a double album. Um, or if it was on vinyl, um, which I know I actually know a few vinyl collectors. Um, I think there will be four four discs, four vinyls. Um, so yeah, I mean it's uh it's a long it's a lot to take in. It's a lot. Um, but the songs I heard like mostly was trash. I mean. It just, I don't know, that, that whole sound is just not, I don't know. And it's not just the gospel music for me, because there's some great gospel music out there, like music about God. I love that. Um, I think Jesus Walks is one of Kanye West's greatest records. I mean, that song is amazing. Um, but yeah, this, this album, it just feels all over the place. The songs I heard, like the production and the... I don't know. I don't like Kanye's voice on some of the... I, I don't know. It's just... It, the songs I heard was whack. I mean, there might be some good songs in there. Like like I said, the Jesus Lord record is dope. But mostly the album is trash what I've, from what I've heard. Um, but... Um, and it's... It's been a while since Kanye's put out a great album. I mean, Life of Pablo is a good album. Um... But since then, yeah, it hasn't been. But Kanye is such a big figure. He broke a streaming record um, when his album finally did drop. And it was probably genius what he did because the album, like I said, this album was delayed. 
for weeks. It was supposed to drop, I think, in July, and then it was supposed to drop August 6th, the same day as Nas' album. Um, then later on, it was supposed to drop the next week, and then it finally dropped um, a few days ago. Um, so I don't know if he purposely built up that anticipation. He was having a few listening parties. Um to build up the anticipation or I was just not done yet. I have no idea, but um, it's crazy. You finally dropped and um, it's just deja vu all over again. Like the, it kind of sounds like 808 heartbreaks with a mixture of some other stuff. So, I mean, it's, I don't know. Overall, I wasn't feeling it. Um, I don't know if I'm going to go back and finish the album because I didn't really like, I mean, what I heard. Um, and I like some of Kanye West stuff, but this this one ain't it for me. Um, I still think Nas has the best album this year, and is really not close. There's been some other really good albums, um, but I think Nas is winning by a landslide um, when it comes to that. Um, Kendrick Lamar, I know, announced on social media that he's going to be dropping. Um, it's going to be his last album with uh, TDE, Top Dog Entertainment. Um, so let me look forward to that. It's been a minute. He ain't dropped an album since 2017. No, he put out a huge, huge part of the Black Panther movie soundtrack, but that's still not his album. So he hasn't put out an album in four plus years, four and a half years. So it's been a minute. Um, but um, yeah, I'll be looking for it. I know he put out a verse on uh Baby Keem's new song "Family Ties," and that verse was dope. Uh, but yeah, Kendrick, I'm looking forward to it. As far as Kanye, yeah, it's a repeat. Remind me of 808 breaks and remind me of the Yeezus. As far as it being delayed and finally coming out and being a disappointment, that's what it seemed like with this new one. Um, but uh, another thing that. This kind of repeat situation, not completely, but um, I think that's going on in uh, the Gulf Coast right now, it's particularly Louisiana, um, Hurricane Ida, I believe. And I was even looking up to, I remember asking for a long time, like, how do they come up with these names, right, for these hurricanes? Uh, and the world meteorological organization i believe it's called they they have a list of names that they cycle every six years uh and they go through those names that's how they actually come up with the names for uh male and female names for uh for these different hurricanes so but it's crazy i guess the research they go into to get these names but yeah hurricane i is the current one right now and um Pray for anyone suffering down there in the south, um, whether it's Louisiana or anywhere else. Um, but yeah, I'm just hoping, like, man, we seen this with Hurricane Katrina, where it did a lot of damage down there, and uh, and it just it, it's it's crazy. Um, everywhere has natural disasters, but I've never been in a hurricane myself, so. Um, but yeah, I can't even imagine how this affects uh, people down there. And um, it just seems, I just hope it's not. Uh, and I was reading reports of how the damage is doing right now. And uh, but yeah, it just sounds like, to, and let's take that into further, further, all right? 
And I was wondering, I wonder how that's going to affect the, the New Orleans Saints um, football team, right? Obviously, as far as people down there, probably one of the last things they're thinking about is football right now. But um, I'm sure you got some diehard Saints fans, too, that still want to see their team play. But, um, yeah, I was thinking about, like, how's, I wonder how that's going to affect the Saints. Because, like, I know um, back in 2005, they had to move their team um, for the full season uh, somewhere else. I, I can't remember where they played their games, but I know the entire season was played outside of Louisiana. Or, I'm sorry, outside of New Orleans. I think it was somewhere further um, somewhere else in Louisiana, but, um, I know they play against my team, the Packers week one this year, and they've already announced they're moving game one to, uh, Jacksonville to, uh, the Jaguar stadium. So man, it's like a repeat situation, like all over again, like people getting it back. I don't know if people are going to have to get reactuated, um, how serious the damage is, but man, it's crazy. So I'm not even, I'm hoping it's not that crazy, but it's like a repeat situation. Uh, people getting uh, moved, but uh, and as far as the, I'll take it to a slightly different turn. From back to, back to the football aspect of it, right? Um, now the Saints open up at Jacksonville, so that's really not even fair because it's not. Now some people say, "Why not move it to to uh, Green Bay?" I'm like, "No, that's not fair because it's really supposed to be a home game for the Saints." That would give the Packers an extra home game. Um, even though that's my team, it would be dope to see it played there. But no, that's not fair because and it's really kind of not even a home game. It's really like a neutral, <laughs> neutral site. Like whenever they go ever go play in London, um, it's really not a home. Whoever is supposed to be the home team, that's really not a home game. Um, <laughs> because it's played in a different country. And in this case, it's not a different country, but a different site. So yeah, that's, that's going to be interesting because that's really not a home game. I was wondering, too, like, how is it going to be to have fans back in the, st in the stands in every stadium this year? Because when we played the Saints last year in New Orleans, that Superdome gets loud. It's like a loud Thunderdome chamber um, in there, and we didn't have that the past season. So um not going to have that this year either because we're not playing in New Orleans. So. That's going to be uh, interesting to see. Um, I don't know. Like, what way? I think Green Bay is favored in that game. I don't know if them moving the game affects the spread line in Vegas. I don't know. I got to check that. But that might factor into it as well. But, um, we, um yeah, I'm going to check that probably when I get off here Um, with, if that line is moved. I think the Green Bay is like a three-point favorite because um, I know people bet uh, – People that bet sports football is the number one bet sports here in the U.S. So, but um, yeah, I'm have to check that um when I get off here. Um, but yeah, it's like man, deja vu all over again. Hopefully, it's just not like I was saying before. It's not about these different um examples or you know, it may not be exactly the same, but it reminds you a lot of uh man what's happened before. Things coming back full circle. And um, hopefully the recovery process down there is quick too. So let's hopefully pray on that. Uh, so the rest of this, I'm probably, I want to talk about uh, NFL real quick, right? So a couple things. You had the NFL top 100 list, which normally comes out like right before the season starts. And they had the list 
uh, the top 10 will came out this past Saturday. Um, and, uh, I know the top, I know Josh Allen was number 10, but let me just focus on the top five. Uh, Travis Kelsey tight end was number five. Derrick Henry was number four. Titans. Aaron Rodgers was number three. I think he got slighted. He should have been higher. Um, Aaron Donald was number two. And Patrick Mahomes, for the first time, was number one. Um, I'm not surprised that Patrick Mahomes is number one, but um, we focus on those five, right? Uh, because you had Josh Allen, number 10. You had Tom Brady, that was a number seven. Some people might think uh, Tom Brady got slighted. Um, but he's Tom Brady has been number one three times on this list since they started it. Um, and I like watching this list, too, because it's voted by the players. And it's nice to be seeing like, what their peers think, because I think anybody could know talent is the guys they're playing against. They know probably better than anybody. So, um, yeah, so it's dope to see their list. Um, I like, I like watching it when I can. So I did, I, I caught the top 10, uh, this past weekend. So yeah, uh, top five, Travis Kelsey. Yeah. I think he's definitely worthy of being up there, being number five, um, best tight end in the league. I think by far of the guy, I think he's compared with George Kittle, San Francisco, he has a problem staying healthy, though. Um, but, yeah, Travis Kelsey, I think, is the best um, tight end. Great route runner. Um, can catch. He got a little speed, too, like a wide receiver. So, yeah, he does a lot So for Kansas City. But that's a dangerous offense, which is, makes it even more amazing that they got kind of shut down in the Super Bowl with having such an amazing offense. That goes, goes to show you how dangerous Tampa Bay's defense is because, I mean, Kansas City has weapons all over the place, like literally all over the place. I mean, besides Travis Kelsey, I got the guy Tyreek Hill, who I think was rated in the top 20 somewhere. Um, you got Nicole Harmon, who might be just as fast, if not faster, than Tyreek Hill, um, and a good route runner. Um, yeah, they got weapons all over the place. And, yeah, I, I think Travis Kelsey is worthy of being top five. Um, number four was uh, Derrick Henry for the Titans. Um, best running back in the league. Had over 2,000 yards. Only nine, I think nine guys in history has only run for 2,000 yards. Um, and it's more, all the records about to be broken now. Um, now that they added extra game, all these records they've had, um, it's only a matter of time for they expanded the season. They were talking about 18 games for years. So they made it 17, so all these passing yards, rushing yards, whatever they are, sack yards, sack, sacks, they all these records about to be broken now. They had an extra game, so yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's only a matter of time for this to happen, so um, it's going to be interesting to see how that play out. Um, but Derrick Henry, yeah, he's up there for sure. Um, I'm surprised Josh Allen wasn't higher, though, after the year he had. But we, we're going to see. But, um, but yeah, Aaron Rodgers, I think, was slighted. He should have been number one. He was the MVP. He had the best season out of any quarterback last year. I mean, and I'm not being biased. I mean, it's just the truth. Look at the man numbers. I mean, 70% completion percentage. 48 touchdowns, which led the league. For only five interceptions. I mean. 
come on, dude. Like, uh, I think 51 touchdowns overall because he had three rushing touchdowns. So, yeah, I mean, he should have he been number one. But top three is very good. And honestly, people might disagree with me. I think Aaron Donald's overrated. He's a great player, but I think he's overrated. I do. I mean, people are saying he might be the best defensive player ever. I'm like, nah, bro. He's he's not better than Lawrence Taylor. He's not better than Reggie White. Um, like, I mean, it's I mean, he is a he is a great player, but I mean, it's I, I don't know, man. He. <laughs> And, like, they, it seemed like they just handed him defensive player of the year last year. I mean, if you look at the stats, guy in Pittsburgh, T.J. Watt, stats was better than his. I mean, and they still gave it to Aaron Donald. I mean, Aaron Donald is great. He is. But if we're being honest, T.J. Watt should have won the award. I'm not, I'm not even a Steelers fan, and I thought that T.J. Watt should have won defensive player of the year. Um, But, yeah, Aaron Donald. Yeah, I don't think he should have been hired Aaron Rodgers. Um, if we talk in just overall players, it's kind of hard to evaluate who's a better player at their position because um, they play do different things. But even that, like, you don't tell me he was better than Aaron Rodgers last year? Like, guy that led the league in touchdowns and completion percentage by a lot? Like, come on, man. Like, Aaron Donald didn't even have the most sacks last year. Like, come on, man. You rating? I'm I'm not just hating here. I'm giving you facts, like why I think Aaron Donald shouldn't be number two. Like, like come on, T.J. Watt. I think on his list was number nine. But yeah, Aaron Donald is like I said. I'm not saying he's trash because he's definitely not that. But he's a little overrated to me. He is just a, just a tad bit overrated. And Pat Mahomes can't be mad at him being number one, even though I think Aaron should have got it. Um. Pat Mahomes is a beast. He's the next gen. To me, he's the next coming to Aaron Rodgers. I mean, if you watch his game, he plays just like him. I don't know why people act like, uh, oh, I ain't never seen this before. Like, throwing on a run, the no-look passes. I mean, Aaron Rodgers has been doing that for years. Um, so, I mean, he, Aaron basically laid the blueprint out for him. So, yeah. I mean, I think Patrick Mahomes, he has a stronger arm and probably can throw 80, 90 yards. Then Aaron Rodgers, you know, he has a cannon too, but Patrick Mahomes does have a strong arm. It's, we can be real about that, but to say, oh, he never seen this before, that's just not true. Because I've been seeing Aaron do it for years. Um, but yeah, Pat Mahomes is—he's a beast. He is. He's—he definitely um up there. I'm not surprised, especially when he was rated number four back to back years. I'm like, yeah, they probably won't give it to him this year. Even though Aaron Rodgers had better numbers um, than Pat Mahomes, Patrick Mahomes, they make it a little farther. He got to the Super Bowl. Um, didn't do too well in the Super Bowl, but, yeah, he did get there, and he had a great year, too. But, um, yeah, top 100, I like watching it. Um, I don't always agree with them, but the players know. Um, no, sometimes they might be like, huh? Like, why is that person that higher? Why are they there? But most part, yeah. I, I like seeing what the players got to say about their peers. It's interesting um, what they say. Uh, okay, so before I get up out of here, um, one last thing I'll talk about as far as football. I'm not saying he is, but is Andy Reid a better coach than Bill Belichick? 
Like I said, I'm not saying he is, but I was really thinking about this. Like, because if you look at it, right, Belichick, he's looked at as like the the GOAT. Like Tom Brady's looked at as the GOAT his position. Belichick is looked at as the greatest coach ever, right? But if you look at his history without Brady, um, yeah, they had the one season where they went 11-5. and five. They didn't make the playoffs, though. Um, and before he got Brady, he was in danger of losing his job. Like, with, uh, didn't make the playoffs with Drew Bledsoe. Bledsoe got hurt in Brady's second year. He finally put him in there, and he's been winning ever since. And even before he got to New England, he was a head coach in Cleveland. And not he did terrible there. Like, he was not a great coach there. And he was a defensive coordinator with the Giants, but that was Bill Parcells' team. Um, Bill Parcells was the head coach, so he Belichick was cut from the Parcells uh, coaching tree. Um, Belichick, I mean, I, he definitely knows what he's doing. Um, to be around that long and still in the Patriot way and in that organization, um, no nonsense coaching, choosing the cut players a year early as opposed to a year late. I mean, may seem harsh, but you got an organization running to be success. So we're we going to see how he does with this rookie quarterback, um, Mac Jones. Um, people were talking about he was amazing in the preseason. Um, I mean, against fourth stringers, I mean, I didn't watch a whole lot of New England preseason. Didn't really have time to. But, um, but yeah, I mean, Alabama's not really known for great quarterbacks. I mean, being real. Um, I mean, they've won a lot of national championships because they've had great teams overall. They've got great receivers, great players on defense. There's a lot of guys drafted in the NFL. But, I mean, A.J. McCarron, who's on part of a national championship team, has pretty much been a backup in the NFL pretty much his whole career since he got drafted. So, I mean, and Tua, I know he was high, um, but people are starting to have doubts on him. So, we're going to see. Uh, he does this year, but just a, just a ch fact check. Alabama's not really known for great quarterbacks. They are part of the team as won national championships, but it's because they've had amazing players. A lot of them have been drafted to the NFL, and the quarterbacks have been drafted haven't been that great. So, um, yeah, we're going to see. Hopefully, uh, Mac Jones is a beast. So, we're going to see about that. But um, as far as Andy Reid... Um, being Belichick, making my case, right? Um, you look at him as a coach, right? Um, in Philadelphia, right? McNabb is not considered an elite quarterback. He's good, but getting to the Super Bowl with uh, Dominic McNabb. And I fucks with Andy Reid, man. I'm, I'm just be honest. I like Andy Reid because he's taken, not only is he, um, taking chance. He took a chance on Michael Vick when a lot of people basically gave up on him with that whole dog scandal and everything. And um, a lot of players he's really brought in, I think, gave him chances, black players. Um, and they've thrived in his organization. Um, got to, like I said, five NFC championships. Um, he didn't win a Super Bowl in Philly, but he's had success, gotten them far, um, made, had the Eagles relevant. And got fired, and probably the best thing happened to him was going to the Chiefs, where he finally gets an elite quarterback. Even before he got Patrick Mahomes, yeah, Alex Smith, 
and was a playoff team pretty much every year. And um, but yeah, he's basically won everywhere he's going. Belichick has it, so we gonna see. Not saying Andy Reid is better than Belichick, but it's something to think about. Andy Reid finally got him an elite quarterback, and he won the Super Bowl. So now Belichick does have six, but all those six are because of Tom Brady. Had was a major part of that. So I'm gonna see how he do with this Mac Jones guy and see if he can have continued success with him, but. I don't know, something to think about with Andy Reid. I'm not saying he is better, but that's something to, yeah, something to think about. I don't know, man. I mean, we got we got something just saying, putting it out there. But, um, but yeah, that, that's, that's it for me. I seen some deja vu, like I said, this week. So, yeah, that's why uh, the word of the week was repeat because um, of the first two things I talked about. Um, we may think we're doing something different out here, but, yeah, it's a lot of – Things that's come back full circle on the same, but um, that's gonna be it for me. Stay safe out there, stay sucker free. I'm out.